Welcome, my name is Amapola Ramirez and this is Chicana Moms Podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to share with you my story, my story as a Chicana and my knowledge. I am a certified health coach, a therapist, a mother, but an overall Chicana. We all have many things in common, but I know for sure we have one thing, that our parents sacrificed their lives to immigrate into this country for a better life. I have created this community for you, my Chicana sister. Porque unidas, creamos cambio. Hola, Chicana moms. ¿Cómo están? I hope you're having a beautiful day. I know I always start the episodes like that, but this is what I feel in my heart <laughs> to say. Um, and I really hope you're having a beautiful day. And if you're not, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to cry it out, to yell it out, but in a very healthy manner versus um, spilling too much of that negativity into other people who are innocent of our issues, of course. Um, but if you're doing great, amazing, keep enjoying that moment of your life that is yours. So today, I guess, you know, I like to give you updates about my life because I really want to make it very, like, real. Um, and as you heard the last episode, I recorded my son. He's such a beautiful human being. I mean, obviously, because he's my son, right? <laughs> But all young um, adolescents and kids and adults, We're all amazing human beings. And let's not forget that. Let's not forget how amazing we are. We're good people, you guys. We are good people. I find myself telling this to my groups because sometimes I see how they come in losing hope. Like if their problem is a forever. And we just have to remind each other that a problem is not a forever, right? I know that sometimes we have situations that we go through in life y como que se nos queda pegado en la mente y como lo voy a quitar and we keep dwelling on that problem but there is a solution for everything. I know that except for like taxes, right? With taxes, maybe you can move things around <laughs> if you talk to your um, tax person but I know death is something that we can't escape but when you're, when you're able to accept death then you're able to accept life I remember reading that quote and it totally made sense and I remember hearing this growing up muerto en vida and when I first heard it I'm like what does that mean muerto en vida how can be somebody be dead but yet alive and it's it I get it It is possible. It is possible to just feel like we're just existing versus living and enjoying the moment of life and just thinking of different ways, creative ways to solve a problem. There's so many ways that we can solve a problem, but I think sometimes we get stuck in not asking for the help that we need. We're not alone in this planet. We're all here together. Yet, 
it can be one human being thinking they're alone. And if you are one of those human beings that think you're alone, you are not alone. It's just the importance of asking for help and someone will help you. If you at some point have come across a person who you reached out to for help and they kind of made it worse for you, that doesn't mean that that one person defines everyone else. So seek the help in a, in a very more professional manner, maybe not just family or friends. I mean, you can, I'm not saying don't, but I'm just saying if you know that you have these type of individuals that are not so healthy for you, um, then this is why a lot of the times seeking professional help, like with the therapist, helps a lot. But why am I talking about this? Muerto en vida and all of that. Well, because I want to talk about just the importance of standing in a space of understanding like who you are and not letting life just go by without a purpose. So I want to talk to you more about that, of creating a life of purpose and Again, I will share with you my input of what works for me, but I will share with you maybe some tools that you can take from this um, so that you can take it for food, for thought, you know? What is your purpose? What are you doing to create that purpose? Um, or do you feel like, estás muerta en vida? Like there's no fulfillment in anything. And that's very common sometimes, you guys. I've been there. Fuck, I've been there and it doesn't feel good, but this is why I'm going to talk to you about this. Okay. I see you all as my Chicana sisters. If you're not a Chicana, you're still like a sister. And I say sisters, you guys, because I don't have sisters. I have a lot of friends and my, I have one of my aunts that's like my sister, but I don't have like a sibling, like a sister. So I love, um, just feeling that like you guys are my sisters, you know what I mean? So, well, let me just get started. Let's get started on this episode of finding your purpose. Okay, vamos a empezar. Um, so I'm talking to you about life with a purpose. El propósito. ¿Cuál es el propósito de tu vida? El propósito de tu vida, is it just to get up and be unproductive? I don't think so. Do you think so? Having a, a life with a, with a purpose, uh, it gives you this adrenaline of saying I have a goal and doing what it takes to create that goal. Sometimes you're not going to want to work on it, and that is okay. If you have a goal, you have a business, and sometimes you're like, oh my God, mi propósito, like my purpose is just not fulfilling me right now. Like I don't feel like doing anything. That's okay. Allow yourself to have la huevonada. <laughs> Allow yourself to have those moments of like, I don't feel like doing anything. It's okay. I mean, you have to recharge recharge your mind your body right feed it the right foods um, feed it positive thoughts 
and that falls into self-care. So you want to have a life with purpose, you have to implement self-care. I said you have to. That's there, right? I said you have to implement self-care at your time. Every day it is possible to do it. Sometimes people say, I don't have time for self-care. You can make time for anything that you want. It is all up to you. The other thing is learning how to ask for help. How do you ask for help? I've talked about this in, my, in a different um, episode, but I'm going to review it today again. How do we ask people for help? Well, the way I ask some people for help is like, hey, I was wondering if you can help me. And then, can you help me? And a lot of times, it's always a yes. I've never had a no because it's always been like a question. I, I get it. Sometimes some people ask for money and other things and that's different. But it's just saying, hey, can you help me? People love to help. I know you like to help. I know I like to help. I see a lot of people just wanting to help, to give the knowledge in some sort. Maybe, yeah, maybe, you know what? There are people that don't want to help. They're just very self-centered and they're like, you're on your own. Screw this or whatever. Okay, well, unfortunately, those individuals do exist. But I'm gravitating to the people who normally are always helpful and willing to make that time to help you. Um, But it's going to require for you to take that step forward first. Don't ever think that people can read your minds. Your husband, your kids, your coworkers, or people driving um, cannot read your mind. So you need to be able to communicate um, when you need help, when you're stuck. Um, But also communicate very clearly as to what is it that you're asking for and what is it that you are, well, at the end of the day, what you're needing right? To communicate. But when it comes to self-care, sometimes you do have to communicate that to your family members. You know what? Today I'm going to do my self-care and I need 30 minutes by myself. Or I'm going to take a warm bath. Please don't disturb me. Can you please take care of the kids while I do that? I just want to recharge, honey, because, you know, and you would communicate it in the manner where your husband, let's say in this example, can understand where you're coming from. So that he can say, oh, okay, I got it. Versus like, I'm going to go take a shower. Can you just look out, um, take care of the kids while I'm in the shower? That is very vague. So you want to be able to, yeah, you're going to go take a shower or you're going to go take a bath but for self-care. But you didn't communicate to your husband in the manner of like, I'm going to do self-care. I want to recharge. I want to be able to be present with you and the children. So if, I'm just going to take 30 minutes. So if you're wondering why I'm taking long, see how it's just more lengthier and you're explaining yourself. That is very important. And sometimes we have to practice to be able to communicate clearly. Um, because again, people cannot read our minds and we can't just assume that people are understanding what we're trying to say when we're not even clear. Another thing when it comes to the life of purpose For me personally, I love silence. I love silence. Yes, in the beginning when I started practicing this whole silence, all these thoughts and and like memories were just coming, they were creeping up and, um, and I allowed them to just be. But I would like check myself in a point of like, 
ok, eso ya pasó, I'm ok, you're going to be ok, I love myself, and it's all this self-talk, right? The self-love that is really important. But silence allows you to bring yourself in this space of like recharge. That's the way I'm explaining it to you because that's the way I see it. Sometimes we just need to pause to be able to evaluate what is it that I need to do next in my life. What is the purpose of my life in this chapter of my life? And I say the chapter of our life, you guys, because there's going to be chapters that close, relationships that end, right? Jobs that end or new jobs that come and that's a new chapter in your life. You are the only one that can know exactly when those chapters are closing um, or opening. Now, let me tell you, sometimes some, some chapters are going to close even if you don't want them to, but it's just part of life. Some chapters of experience and situations are going to open even if you don't want the conflict, but they're going to open because that is part of life. Now, whenever there's conflict, the most important thing is to want to accept the fact there's a problem. The second one is to think of a plan. The third is to take action. And the fourth is to evaluate if your plan worked out. That is going to give you like a guide to be able to understand the purpose of your life. What is the purpose of your life? Because the purpose of your life has a lot to do with a lot of things in your life as to what are the conflicts that are happening that I haven't yet been able to address so that I can continue to move on in, in a better like emotional state. And what I, maybe one example that I can give you is that like if you had a really unhealthy relationship with someone, um, maybe you want to make peace, right? Um, or maybe you don't. If you don't, that's okay. I've been there where I just don't want to make peace with a specific person because I'm not ready and that is okay as well. It is okay for you. I remember seeing this video and it said that there's a lot of relationships that you have in your life. So in, look at it as a gift. There's going to be a, uh, a relationship where you're going to invest time to make that relationship work and you're going to... And, and the visual part is that imagine you taking the time to create this beautiful gift. You put a bow, you wrap it and all these things. You are taking the initiative of creating this beautiful gift to hand over to that special person because that's a relationship that is just, you know, very meaningful to you. Then you have other relationships that unfortunately are not healthy or maybe you don't even talk to them at all. And that gift is not even wrapped and that is okay. You don't have to always feel like you have to repair everything. I'm going to give you the example of me personally. I am the only therapist in my family. So um, I am certified for anger management, for parenting. I'm a health coach. I do co-parenting and conflict focus. So I do all those things. And the reason I'm highlighting that is because um, sometimes there's family members who think for some reason that I should be perfect because I am a therapist. I am certified for anger management and parenting and so forth. And then if I get mad, I can't show if I'm mad because I'm a certified anger management. Okay. I am a human being. I am a human being. So the purpose of my life is to just be real with myself and um, not ever put up a front that I'm better than anyone or that I am perfect. And that is not my thing. 
So my purpose of my life is just to be human. Yes, I do get mad. Everyone gets mad. I'm not the type that's going to go around socking people or cussing people out of the blue or whatever. But yeah, I do. One, I do cuss. And second, if I get mad, I am going to voice it out. And there is nothing wrong with that. And why am I sharing this part of me um, to give you this example is because there's going to be times in conflict where you're going to lose it and you're going to be like, what the F was I thinking? The only thing, you guys, the only thing we have as human beings is to go back and repair it. Well, we have two options, to not repair it or to repair it. But let me tell you, let me tell you, that doesn't mean that you have to be responsible to repair everything around you with people. You can try and have a good relationship with someone and if they're just not ready to repair it with you, that is okay and you can just let it be. Only time will tell. Do not force something that is not organically moving along, if that makes sense. So I guess overall is understanding and accepting conflict. When you accept conflict in your life, that doesn't mean that when I say accept conflict, I'm not saying like, okay, let me just deal with anything. Like, I don't care. No, I'm not saying it that way. Like in a negative manner, I'm saying it more in a positive where you're accepting it and to understand that in life there's conflict and that you understand that and that you trust yourself to be able to solve any issue that comes in into your life because you're going to ask for help because you have self-care if you feel burned out from a conflict. Um, you're going to bring silence into the room and understanding that it's okay to not be okay. When we want something in our life, like a purpose, we want to feel like we have a purpose in life. It feels so good to know like my purpose in life is to help people have hope. Like that's just for me, that's the way I see it. And also because God works through me. That's just my way of seeing it. And my purpose is to hear to serve God. That's the way I see it. And, and I love it. Just because I see it that way doesn't mean that I'm perfect every single day. That just means that I know that's my purpose. But at the end of the day, I understand and accept the fact that I'm a human being and that I will go and repair the things I can and the things I can't, it's okay, and not get into this conflict um, craziness in my mind that just because I have these degrees, I have to learn. I have to know how to repair everything. No, that's why I tell myself, calm down, amapola. <laughs> because I have, I had to put myself sometimes in this check because I have my family and you know, I have um, people who come and ask me for help and I will always be there. But there's times where I just have to accept, like there's just sometimes where I just can't help difficult individuals who are not ready to, to move forward in their life. And that is okay because that's not my responsibility. My responsibility is to give them, help them with tools, help them reflect on themselves. And if they take it, great, they don't, that's still okay. That's still okay. But my purpose is just to be real, just to be grounded, I think, at the end of the day. That's how I'm going to word it. One of the things also that the importance of having a life and purpose, you guys, is to prioritize. 
Where's your time going? How are you respecting time? How are you organizing your day? I am a planner addict. I have planners that I like to switch around because I'm, I love cute little things. It is something about me. It's part of my person. Um, anything that's cute and planner and paper and stationary, it's like, I, I don't know what the heck, but I love all that stuff. I love to write. I prefer to write with a pen than to type on a laptop or on my phone. But I am sharing this with you because whatever it is that works for you, organize your day. Organize it. There is like a, um, a method called the block schedule. And I you can look it up on YouTube. There's a lot of videos on it. Um, block scheduling. So you can say from every Monday from 9, 9 a.m. to 10.30, I'm going to dedicate and just cleaning, you know, and you just block it out. It, I would just suggest to look it up on YouTube. I think it's just going to be easier for those of you who are visual. But try different ways of understanding what works for you on wh- how to organize your day. Um, writing down your goals. What is your purpose in life? What do you want to accomplish? Write that down. Like it's not in your mind anymore. Now it's in a piece of paper that is visual for you to see versus just to think. Okay. And I think at the end of the day, you guys, it's just being consistent. Being consistent with something that you love. Sometimes you're not going to feel like, you know, like making the time to work on, I don't know, your paper for school or working out or you know eating healthy or whatever it is but it's okay allow yourself to to sometimes just como dice mi mom a huevonear you know (laughs) just allow yourself just to kind of be chill you don't have to be on the go 24 7 no you're not a robot you're a human being that is going to get tired and it's okay Taking naps is really important, you guys. It is amazing. I think it's called the Nap Ministry on Instagram. Go follow the her. She's amazing. And if you really think about it, you guys, capitalism is fucking like overwhelming. It is really affecting our mental health, the way we parent, our relationships, Um, A lot of relationships end up divorcing and separating because of financial issues um, and many other things, of course. But I think when you organize yourself, your own world, your own universe, um, and when I say universe, I mean like your life, okay? You focus on your life. Don't... Focus on trying to repair everyone else's universe because that's not any of your responsibility. Yes, if you have kids, our children are our responsibility. But if if you have already noticed, there's only so much we can do unless they cooperate. If your child goes to school and they misbehave, you can talk to your child, please behave and or you give rewards and consequences whatever it is that you do and then you see oh my goodness my child's not listening your purpose is to repair him not I don't even want to say repair because we're not here to change our children we're here to embrace them and to love them not even to repair they're already good as it is sometimes it's just the environment they're in that we put them in that 
needs change. So sometimes we are trying to repair them, but understanding that they're not broken. They're just behaving based on what they've been handed. I hope that makes sense. But in order to be able to be good parents, we have to be consistent with what we say and do with our goals, business or school, with our health. Consistency is everything. You can do something 99 times and you're like, oh my God, I don't see the outcome. And you gave up at the 99 try. If you would have only waited until the 100th time, you would have seen the outcome. We give up too soon sometimes. Don't give up. There's a purpose. You have a purpose. Every human being has a purpose. And if you feel like, what the F is my purpose? Because I honestly don't F and see it. It is okay to even be there. All you have to do is pretty much do the work. And what that means is pretty much what I just said in this episode. Ask for help. If there's something that you gravitate, go and ask for help on certain people what that are doing something that um, that attracts you. Do self-care. Bring silence. Bring those thoughts and think about stuff. Understand and accept conflict so that you're able to know like it's going to happen and when it happens, I'm going to have this trust in myself that I can do this. Prioritize and organize your days. Respect time. Communicate your um, feelings and your wants in a very clear manner and be consistent with it. Don't give up. I know, you know, for me personally, there's times where I'm just like, I don't feel like doing shit and my house looks like it's upside down. And I say, you know what? It's okay. I work too hard and I'm going to give myself the day today. And sometimes I just let the day go. And there's just times where I'm like, okay, that, that was enough. I thought it was going to be a little longer. I took like maybe, you know, 30 minutes or an hour just to kind of like either take a nap and, you know, just read or do something. Um, and then I recharged. It's really important to teach yourself how to recharge yourself. And especially if you being, if you feel like you're being burned out, depending on whatever situation you're going through in your life or maybe at work, whatever it is. But you are the one that's responsible in creating that life with a purpose. Having a life with a purpose and knowing what it is, it's like, beautiful. No money can buy that. You guys money cannot buy that. And I know that asking for help is not easy, but nowadays there's no excuse. There's social media. Um, if you're embarrassed to talk to someone face to face, now you can, you know, probably, um, you know, text someone or like call an 800 number, you know, um, there's so many things that, that you can do. There's so many things and I hope um, this really gives you a little bit of that input of the importance of the things that we can do to be able to have like a life with purpose. I personally think that we all have this um, and you might agree or not, but I feel like God works through us, you guys, no matter where we are at, there's always something that we do that is good. We're good human beings. You're a good mother. 
Sometimes our kids are not going to tell us that, you guys. Maybe your mom, you're not, maybe your mom, yeah. <laughs> but maybe your, your son or your daughter are not telling you how great of a mother you are and you're waiting for that moment. Um, sometimes it's not that they don't think we're doing a good job. It's just that they're in their own little world, you know. They're, they're at school dealing with things and playing and that, doing all these things. And some kids are really good at expressing it. Maybe when they tell you they love you, that's another word of saying, another way of saying, like, mom, thank you so much for everything. You know, it's up to, you know your kids well, but that's the way I take it from my kids, um, especially I have an adolescent. I have a younger one. The younger one's very affectionate, very, like, loving. My oldest, he is loving in his own unique way, but I already know. I don't feel like I have to, like, hear it so much from him because I know it in my heart. I know him so well, but know yourself too. Do the work that is required so that you're able to just like get to know yourself. If you have never taken the time to get to know yourself, do it now. Do it now or whenever you're ready, but time goes by pretty quick, so let's not... (laughs) Let's not think we have a forever because as human beings, uno nunca sabe, right? But either way, thank you so much for listening to me. Um, I wish you the best in everything that you do on a daily basis, every second of time. Give it your all. It's okay to not be okay. Ask for help and know that you are loved and you are fucking worthy. Okay? Adios. So much for listening. You can follow me on Instagram at Chicana Moms Podcast, Chicana Health Coach, and La Chicana Therapist. Please leave your feedback. I would love to hear from you. Rate us on iTunes, an Anchor, or SoundCloud, or anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. Adios.